moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. We get moved, I got moved, you got moved, to ignite your light in a new way so it can shine further and gets read or taken in by others much better. So hello, I'm Myeline Elke, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast, and I have a very lightful being. <laughs> that is originally from Poland and needed to move to the new country to become more of who she is. And it's gonna be interesting when she's gonna go back and what she's gonna bring back. <laughs> so please everyone, welcome with me, sitting in Dallas, Texas, my dear friend, Dagmar Fleming. Hello, Dagmar, how are you? Hello, Maylene, and howdy, y'all from Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. These words just came. I also needed to go and live for a while in the U.S. I also needed to go several times. I was even once in Dallas and other places in the U.S. to pull in that energy, especially there's so many gates there that have been used more frequently where in Europe they have been subdued for a few thousand years and they're being ignited now and so I sense sometimes that it is important for us to go somewhere where we can synchronize with the environment with the landscape to ignite deep within what wants to light up and load on it in Germany, but you know, like uh, go like this and then come out. And as we are both mm, play with light a lot and love to play with light, you have gone into a way of even saying and expressing very precisely that you're a light engineer. So tell me a little bit about that, Dagmar. Well, thank you, Melin, first of all, for uh, inviting me for, to this conversation. Um, mm -hmm. It's such a pleasure where, when awakened souls come together and we can talk about um, just how we show up in this incarnation and in this physical form and how we bring our bigger purpose in. So, um, what you tapped on is really dear to my heart. And that is going around the world and getting reacquainted with the spaces mm -hmm. in which we already uh, played, so to speak. So when, when we look at ourselves as a soul, we are constantly seeking integration. And even though in our human mind, time is linear, it really isn't. It's like this Fibonacci spiral. So when we go to a certain area that uh, awakens the memory of who we were, 
it also reignites our passions and reactivates the part of our DNA that's dormant, waiting for us to, uh, to tap into again. So we can literally pick the wisdom of the land and the wisdom of our experience. And, and that's precisely what happened to me. I, I came to Texas um, after 20 years in international business career where I've already tapped into various vortices around the world. But once I came to Texas, that's when my tribe, my, um, my, elder, my elder, so to speak, because my background is very shamanic as, as a soul, that's mm -hmm. when the elders came in and, and they reclaimed me into their family. So <laughs> that's how Dallas became my home. Yeah, it is a very beautiful landscape, Texas. I drove a few times through it. I have visited a few cities a long time ago when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it has a softness and beautiful colors of green. I have seen many other states in the US, but I thought that interplay of the, it's hard to say, you know, greens are so important for me and everyone, not all of you are uh, seeing the background because you're listening to the podcast, but if you do have a chance, uh, come to the YouTube channel, Moving to Oneness and watch or take a look at the fascinating uh, background that Dagmar has. And it's really interesting. She spoke about an engineering background, right? But that picture behind her really depicts who she is. So there, I'll explain it a little bit. There are feathers that a beautiful being is looking from behind through. It's like when you're in the jungle and you have plants and that's how it looks a little bit like that. They could also be plants. You know, you push them aside and, and you look through and you see gorgeous, gorgeous awakened eyes that see very clearly and very precisely what is in front of them and you can't tell them not the truth or you cannot show them the, the purity that you are they look right through you and then on the sides it's like an overlay beautifully a uh, picture with many many layers it's as, as complex as we all are you are and especially Dagma is with codes with the, the numbers in a way that come down the whole time to provide information to Dagma and she knows how to decode them and also play with the sacred uh, geometry. And that's what I find so fascinating. Oh, and she has a green dress on everyone. So <laughs> do come over and take a look at it. She fits perfectly the being that is connected to the landscape and can understand it. That's why, she, Dagmar, you were talking about that we synchronize with the landscape. And I even think sometimes we, we are here to ignite landscapes, to open new gates and to appear in certain places, you mentioned that you've traveled the world. I'm 
similar to you and I still have big visions of uh, which places to visit. Most of the places are not the famous ones everyone goes to, they're more the hidden ones. And I get drawn to them and I think Dagmar, you too, it's like our body is being pulled to them. And I don't know, probably for you in the audience, it's, it's the same thing. So stay free uh, to follow where your body moves you to, or why do you get a certain information or nudge to go to a certain country or to take a certain turn off a road? Or why do you drive another way than you have intended? So stay open and see where you're being led and you carry so much information yourself so you will know. What tips do you give Dagmar to others to be more alert or in tune with where they need to go to ignite landscapes or to get information or wisdom or uh, be nourished by the landscape? I think everything starts with awareness. Um, as you pointed out, uh, about the image, I was so um, precise in choosing that as representation of the Athena circle and who I am and what I want to bring into the world. Mm -hmm. um, when we listen to the intuition, that inner voice that um, some people misinterpret, um, you know, sometimes they think it's just like a gut feeling or um, they call it instinct. It, it actually has nothing to do with instinct. It's mm -hmm. the connection to higher wisdom that is not restricted through the limitations of our senses. So the more we listen and heed the warning or heed the call, the, the louder it speaks. And the beauty of the land is that the land carries the information just as much as water. And interestingly enough, in, in the past, we had to leverage the information of the land, hence use of crystals or connecting with the water, which, which also carries uh, a lot of memories and, mm -hmm. and codes for, for our ascension. But what's happening to us now is that we are becoming the portals. And as you mentioned earlier, when we travel to the places, not only we pick the information, but we distribute. Uh, so, you know, I once went to um, Whistler in Canada and on the way to Canada, the mountain uh, literally spoke to me and said, I know you're coming. Uh, please bring me the, the codes from Manchester because I was at Manchester too. And uh, maybe to some people who are not fully awakened, it may sound like a science fiction movie. <laughs> but when we are, when we understand that this planet is uh, conscious, that it's a sentient being, and that we are part of the ecosystem, we have never been separated. Um, to me, Darwin theory is a complete BS. And I'm sorry for my uh, uh, language. No worries, uncensored here. <laughs> yes, it is untapped and censored. Um, you know, we are never in a struggle with the planet. The planet is our mother. 
every every uh, insect, every animal, every rock, every mountain is here to support us. And we could not exist without it. Mm -hmm. So when we start seeing ourselves as part of that ecosystem, we can thrive because now the nature is designed to perpetuate its own abundance. So like you said, sometimes it's just listening to that voice. Where, where is it leading us? What is it trying to convey to us? And when we step into this complete synchrony and symbiosis with nature, the life becomes so powerful because we are empowered by every single being. That's when we can stop struggling which I absolutely detest this concept that the human being is on the earth to struggle, which unfortunately comes from a lot of religious programming mm -hmm. and that we will have a better life afterwards. No, the life is now. The beauty of it is in this moment. Let's seize the joy of it, the passion for who we want to be and how we want to express ourselves and let that be how we live our lives. Oh, beautifully said. It's, uh, and while you spoke, it was like a bath of sounds and words and a vision um, and, an, and a knowing in me that we are all moving this direction again. We have lived this way on this earth, right? And there are many cultures that are still very in tune uh, with this. And we in Europe, we had to hide it a little bit, right? The too many conquerors over 2000 or let's say even 3000 years. And that's luckily uh, changing now where we are more open or sense also that many things have not been true that have been told to us. And I see it also in the youth uh, that they know and are being moved a lot as well to places to speak the truth in an unaltered way and they don't uh, censor themselves so much anymore so i i feel it's rather close that we are going to be more in this unison in this unity with everyone and everything existing that um, we'll cherish it more right because for most time we were told to utilize anything on earth for our good, but there's always a beautiful exchange. And you mentioned that when we go to places or even lean against a tree, there is a conversation going on. There's an exchange of particles. Sometimes maybe you can feel it when you really relax, maybe even into a boulder or, yeah, right? Or maybe into earth if you're lying on the grass or something that you're becoming part of it and it becomes part of you. So there is an exchange of like a relationship, getting to know each other and we are bringing information. And this, I think, uh, Dagmar, you'll you support me on that. We're here now on this earth and this beautiful planet uh, to bring also information. That's why we're living here. We are not just like a, a, a figure that is placed out of place, and we bring and have so much information ourselves, wisdom, knowledge, whatever you want to call it. And it is now time to tap into that and to speak it out, to act it out, 
especially in this year. So you do so much with your codes. Um, how can you, uh, what tip can you give or support people with how they can go into action and do what they're here for to do? When we awake, I think we naturally start, start following the path of the soul. And uh, this is something I'm very passionate about. Um, my journey into my uh, soul's purpose, my divine mission, uh, was not an easy one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I was essentially completely in, in, um, uh, immersed into international business development, working with the concrete, um, uh, more of a construction and agriculture machinery. Um, so you could say I was as far away from spirituality and, and uh, higher divine mission as we can. But actually everything in our life is just a, another stepping stone towards the the moment when the soul comes in and claims that purpose. So everything was just a stone uh, laid in the pathway towards your full expression. Um, so when I finally realized that um, there is more in life uh, to me and to who I am than I am expressing through international business, um, I was able to give myself full permission to dive into it. And I actually made this 180 degree switch. I, mm -hmm. I went from international uh, business consulting into more of working with people using my gifts and, uh, and my abilities to tap into repatterning what holds us back. Um, but the passion kept leading me into even further steps. So when you describe the background, that is some that is the second evolution of my life's purpose this is when uh, i started working with the ascended master called palace athena who came in and literally claimed the truth uh, and you tapped into this earlier too when you said it's time for us to to speak who we are and to show up as we are and the consciousness of earth is giving us this permission now to show up as we are, who we are, and what we are, uh, without uh, apology, we can well be said. we can be very concrete business women or men, professionals, and at the same time highly spiritual beings. And when we own the truth of who we are, when when I can tell my clients I've got shamanic uh, lineage in my DNA, but I'm also an Arcturian. When I can come on the show and say I am an engineer of light and um, explain if someone's interested what that means, that's when I become most powerful. And when our audience speaks their truth, that's when they will empower themselves into all that they can be. Mm -hmm. oh, beautiful. Genau, because sometimes it's we start doing it and exploring ourselves and using like mini courageousness, <laughs> courageousness, I love it. And we go on and we see, oh, here I do more of who I am here. I laugh more again. That's important. All of us more laughing, have more fun, celebrate more. The interesting part is others 
change so quickly to it. It's it's it can be within minutes, it can be within hours, and you may thought, oh, they're different, but take a look and say, oh no, they're different because I changed. I I tried something new and I had a little bit of excitement because uh, I saw that my courage worked or yeah was for nothing but this is starts start something new and the others they then also go into a happier place they speak a little bit more the truth they also i always sense that it's like a they yeah like a slow machine get now but it's something it can go like this as well but the your your friends, your workplace, your family, your your partner, you can notice it right away that they laugh more, they're more free, they become more self-sufficient. If you have children, the more you live yourself and you encourage yourself, empower yourself, or have good friends or teachers that support you in empowering yourself and taking the time to delve within or to reflect of what you are not living now that is part of you and as at this time because everything goes so fast and dagmar you are you know engineer of light the light moves so fast the density is dissolving that has been so uh, uh, tight here on this planet on earth so with that the light can flow much better then there's more energy, right? Our intention, our ideas, our focus moves then also much faster in uh, so we can do what needs to be, do be done. And I'm a big supporter of everyone. Uh, go ahead. I'm here. <laughs> you don't need any help. But the time is also urgent that we uh, save and replenish our earth to also replenish ourselves. And, and you mentioned courage and, um, you know, I am very open about my journey. Um, I do come from a highly gifted family on both mm -hmm. my mother's and father's side. So I was already born psychic. I was aware of my abilities. But when I finally stepped into my purpose, and that is to literally work with people, I was afraid. And I always tell my clients, my friends, is that fear can be a friend. Fear shows you that you are going into new territories, that you're expanding. Mm -hmm. So the when I put on LinkedIn, uh, which is the platform for networking, um, very prevalent in the United States and, and, and overseas too, when I put there that I am now running Unlock Your Success program for entrepreneurs who want to shift their emotional and mental blocks, I started crying. I've realized that mm. uh, the old me, the, the, the global business consultant for construction machinery, uh, you know, had to die. In that identity had to perish so that something bigger could be born. And it is okay to be afraid especially when you're an awakened being who runs on persecution codes through all from all past incarnations where we were murdered uh, for going into tribes and preaching uh, religion or for being burned as a witch because we served uh, herbs to people who were 
uh, ill, um, that memory is encoded in our DNA. And I think this is why so many people are afraid to show up as who they are because they they fear being judged. And that fear is encoded in tribal consciousness. So one of the things um, when you mention being an engineer of light, what our responsibility is, is to construct a new paradigm, a new reality for others so that they can follow in our wake. And this is when we have to be courageous. The people who listen to your show, they are already uh, awakened. They are also the engineers of light. And we just have to come together and support our, each other in this journey so that we can create a, a tunnel of light for others to uh, literally follow and feel nurtured and supported as they discover who they are and what their gift is to the world. Mm, and you're creating a beautiful outlet at the moment for this. You're creating the Globus Consciousness Summit where you give other light beings, because we're all light beings, <laughs> yeah, and also in this plane for everyone, uh, you, you give them an opportunity now uh, to share their message, uh, to uh, in a way expose them, unfold in front of a large audience. You give them a, a place where they can practice with lovingness. I, I remember I spoke with you and you said, everyone is welcomed. And I thought, so needed. This is so needed that everyone, because we all are fantastic beings. We all have that, you know, there is not a, a better or a worse or a, I'm much, you know, more than you are. We're all light beings again. So we have different talents and maybe one is not as good in expressing it because they're not so use the verbal or maybe the movement right? They may be very quiet and do a lot of other things, or maybe they have to just be in a certain situation and emanate out, or the list is unending. We're unending beings. So I, I love that, that you are inviting everyone to be themselves, right? And you don't have any restrictions or anything they have to have. They have to just come and be themselves. So Everyone, please, Dagmar, share a little bit uh, with, about the summit you're creating. Your first one is starting on the 18th. June 18th, yes. Well, this summit really was born out of the vision of the Athena Circle. Uh -huh. And um, when the, the Athena uh, vision uh, was, uh, let's say, shared with me through, from higher divine uh, powers, let's put it that way. Um, it was about understanding that in the past, each light worker was like a single candle that was trying to light a, a, a dark cage or, or dark cave. Now the time has come for all these illuminary, illumined people to come together and support uh, each other as we create a completely different consciousness. So in that vision, what I saw is that we are part of the puzzle, just like the puzzle that kids put together. 
where, as you said, no piece is more important than the other. Mm -hmm. You actually have to assemble all the pieces for the beautiful picture to emerge. And my role was to start the first piece. And as my spirit team and, and those that guide me reminded me is it, it doesn't matter which, which piece gets put first on the board. And yeah. that piece is no more important than the piece that will be the last one that will complete the picture. But we all have different role in the assembly of that puzzle. And as an engineer of light, my soul tends to go into the universes and, and systems where the, the, the first piece has to be placed. Um, and that's what we are doing. We, we place that piece on the board and then we ask all the other cells that are part of the bigger picture of the consciousness of where this humanity is evolving to, to assemble so that the new image that we create is so much more beautiful than every individual piece alone. I just love your visions and how you put this. This is a beautiful uh, example or a metaphor of the puzzle that each piece, because when if one piece is missing, even if you have it on the wall, it, look, it looks awkward. It's not in balance. It's not in harmony. And it's not in unity, right? And uh, that's why I love it. The first or the middle, and they come together in different clusters, right? And everyone even, we don't know if you're open enough. We don't know who is the first or last one. And to enjoy the journey, it's like a big party. It, it, for me, it feels uh, very playful. And this is the time where we come to together playful and uh, collaborate we don't have to do things alone anymore right and this we can feel safe and this is so important and, and you pointed also uh, before out that now it's the time that we can be who we are where before we have we have maybe subdued a little bit it was also the time was not right and the environment outside was not right so now it feels much more safe that's why everyone can bring it out there may be still people trying you know like there's still an industry not wanting herbalists <laughs> to work and and, and uh, heal people with herbs but they have no chance anymore right or even they still try to inter interfere and um distract the light, but like with an hand, right? The particles can just fly through, through anything. And if there's the truth and we believe in the beauty and, and um, the colorfulness, even of a puzzle, I have to think like the ones behind you, it's, it is so in harmony and you fit into that picture so beautifully, right? You're so part of your background. So that means you're just the next layer as your dress is a layer. Uh, the symbol or the text, it's a layer uh, that what your words are a layer and then touch and it goes on and on. And that's uh, so infinite. And I love that. And because also when I read about your summit, I have to write those words down. It's you mentioned the words, you know, normally there comes like a subtitle, but you said untapped, 
unleashed and uncensored. And this is another thing I believe is what you embody. And you, you spoke about that we have to be courageous enough to be, let's say, the forerider or the, the to go ahead and cut the cut with the path through the jungle, if we talk about the jungle, right? To create a path that goes with everyone who walks, it gets wider and easier to walk. And uh, you're like a forerunner, that's the word in English. And uh, that's what you're creating many possibilities to be a, a forerunner for people. So thank you also for uh, being that and uh, being so courageous and for your tears to at a certain time say, no, I'm going to share uh, with many what uh, I am. Because it does change and bring a lot of more freedom and people feel better when they do that, right? How did what changed within you after your tears when you noticed? Um, how did people react after a while? You know, it, it's very interesting because right after I posted it on LinkedIn, I had an interview on a national uh, radio um, pod, mm -hmm. podcast like program, and. Um, I literally was frozen with fear. Um, I had to call my dear friend, Scott, and say, Scott, run this interview with me as if you were the interviewer, because at this point, I'm so scared, I can't even pronounce my own name. Mm -hmm. and, and he was there holding my hand through it. And by the time I got on the radio, it, it sounded as if I've done it my whole life. Uh, so I tell this story often because I want to remind everyone that um, those fears are human-based. Yeah. I have never been more unleashed, as you said, in my potential um, uh, since I've started aligning everything that I do with, with who I am at a soul level. I've uh, tapped into the areas of my personality that were dormant. I've showed up in ways that I never anticipated. I've become creative. I became the writer. I became the speaker. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm propelled by this mission to serve the consciousness. And it has brought me the most rewarding experiences. In fact, this Global Consciousness Summit, the gift of the summit is uh, not only ability to call all these light workers, beautiful souls that I have known uh, throughout my life, but also to meet new ones that are coming mm -hmm. to assembly this, uh, to assemble this puzzle together. And it is untapped because the passion that I would like to share with others is to constantly seek the areas of their possibilities that are untapped. It's so beautiful when you discover that you're a painter. Um, for example, um, I had an incarnation in ancient Greece where I was a painter and a sculptor. Mm. So I picked a, a pencil and started um, painting things that I've never known that I was capable of doing. It was like my hand belonged to somebody else but it was me it was just part of me that was dormant so mm. we have all these areas where perhaps you're a speaker but you've never tried so you don't know perhaps you wanted to 
um, to use dancing as, as part of helping aversion and heal them. Whatever that aspect of you is untapped, it is waiting. It is waiting for you to pour some water, just like on this beautiful plant behind you, so it can grow and so it can become more expansive. And when we tap into those areas that the soul equipped us with through eons of times, I mean, we've all incarnated thousands of times. There's so many aspects of our own wisdom and abilities that we are sitting on that one lifetime might not be even enough to experience all that we already are. So this summit is about bringing those beautiful cells and giving them a platform through which they can express without censorship uh, all that they want to share with the world, their unique gifts. And mm -hmm. we are so honored that these souls are responding to the call. So if our audience, if you're listening and you feel vibrational match with this event, please join us because we want to uh, provide this safe heaven to immerse you in perspectives on what else is possible for you, uh, how else you can show up in the world, and, uh, and uh, what, what is the consciousness? Where can we take it? How can we play with it so that our life is full of joy, satisfaction, abundance, creativity, vigor, vitality? These are all God-given gifts that we forgot to embrace because we've been so inundated with the concept of struggle, poverty, scarcity, um, and, and not being worthy enough of receiving those gifts. Oh, beautiful. You're so right. Sometimes one just needs to uh, hear a word, uh, see someone, and get reminded, ooh, that it sounds interesting. Oh, I would like to explore and try that. And you spoke to a creativity that we're very creative and flexible beings. And we have unpotential opportunity to create, to change, to be with others. Unending, right? Infinite. And it goes in both directions. We bring the infinite information along and it goes out further and in any moment, we're allowed to change and do something else. And I think this is going to be then an interesting uh, opportunity for people to hear what is out there, how other people have done it as an inspiration. And maybe after listening a few times saying, oh, I'm going to be part of the next summit because you're going to do many. You're going to do like an intervals to, to keep it like a rolling stone that it like a snowball right that it can get larger and larger and um, be more of an inspiration to people uh, around the world absolutely so yeah genau uh, what is a, a good way for people uh, to reach you because everyone i'm going to put all the information Dagmar shares into uh, the show notes Absolutely. Well, I invite you to visit uh, my website, which is dagmarflamin.com, which is my name. Also, if you're drawn to be part of a community for women entrepreneurs and professionals who want to bridge that bus business self with spiritual self, 
then I invite you to visit theafinacircle.com. That's the website for our community organization. And of course, we will have an additional link for you to come to the Global Consciousness Summit. So all are welcome, no matter how you feel um, you fit into this global consciousness movement. Uh, as, as a reminder, we, we are all pieces of equal importance and we're all welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have circle in, in the name, you have showed the circle there behind you in your logo and right oneness is I always feel it's it's like a, a big ball that but is unending <laughs> right it eminent it, it's this roundness so what do you see for yourself now in the future next to I know that's a lot of word the globe but personally what do you sense is uh, the times of now we're now June 2022 what is is coming for you and what do you sense is coming for all of us as we had spoken it's about the importance to be ourselves but it, it, can you tap in and share with us what else is going to be important that I think as we move forward, what's important is that we truly anchor into our own soul signature, that unique vibration that we've been created with right at the beginning from the source. Because the times are turbulent. Uh, there are, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of challenges where the light and the dark are at interplay, trying to find its, its new yin-yang balance, because mm -hmm. the whole world is based on uh, the, this balance of, of the positive and negative with connotations, a lot of times negative being bad, but it's just the duality that creates a movement forward. So imagine yourself, if there is a storm that's coming, uh, the trees that are not taken out of, uh, the trees that are not uprooted are those that were fully grounded. The ones that knew how to bend with the wind, but withstand its force. So as the consciousness is rewiring itself, and reprogramming how we show up as the entire humanity, it is important that we anchor into who we are and what we stand for. And when we do that, we become like the tree that can mold itself, that can bend the, the branches, but can keep its own place in this mm -hmm. time-space continuum and become bigger, and, and more expressed because after the storm is when the air is the freshest. That's when you come out and you feel so rejuvenated. So yeah. sometimes we have to take the storm so that something new can come out of it. And it's this newness that we are um, waiting for and we are preparing. So Yes, there will be challenges. There will be days when we wake up and we feel a complete lack of energy or perhaps distraught and frustrated with what's happening uh, in, in humanity. Uh, a lot of people worry that there's so much darkness that's coming out to the surface. 
it's always been there. It's just we have not fully grasped how deep it has been ingrained in our consciousness. Now is the time to purge. So if we do this with grace, if we give ourselves permission to occasionally fall and then get up, then we will withstand the force of this storm and the new us that will emerge will be the more beautiful version, the more powerful, the one that's empowered to live in joy, in happiness, and in purpose, where mm. each one of us claims the purpose of why we came to this incarnation, and we can live according to that divine mission. <laughs> I have nothing to add. It, it, it is so beautiful. <laughs> So beautiful. Um, I think one point I would like to, to speak to is that people are, you know, whatever is arising, because it, we have cracked it, right? Everything is cracking and whatever needs, still needs to get out and dissolve. So whatever people sense as darkness now is really there only to dissolve. And it's uh, for us to be ourselves in the most beautiful way so that we can uh, dissolve and support this dissolving because that's why we're here. So we don't really need to be afraid of it or be scared of it. Acknowledge us. You spoke right at the beginning about being aware. So it is for us to be aware with no judgment. Why is it here? What still needs to be looked at? what needs to be created yeah so again it goes not to that we don't just observers i mean observing yeah but we're not just again those figures who have no input into anything and to take on that in a way also the responsibility of being a light worker or engineer of light i like that <laughs> or a sorceress or a sorcerer yeah whatever kind uh of healer you are yeah and um i know everyone also has this certain trust that we're moving forward to something very very beautiful and if there's some things in the way for a little bit timing will dissolve them too and we stay who we are and we have this beautiful nature and, and animals and so many other beings in the star nations uh, to support us to get to this beautiful new way of being. And again, this being in our natural state then that we know exists and we're moving forward to and exploring and becoming more comfortable with how it feels right because if we've been so restricted and you have newness it feels a little awkward or new and then we just get used to it the newness <laughs> and i encourage everyone be open smile at it um, yeah invite it in to play with you and see and look behind or see what each person brings or each situation into your life. Dagmar, do you have another beautiful, um, maybe a last word for the audience? 
Yes, I'd love to say goodbye with uh, my absolutely favorite quote from Ferdinand Fock, and that's that the most powerful weapon on the earth is a human soul on fire. When we fire up, when we tapped into that passion of who we are, why we are here, what we are to accomplish, that's when the consciousness of this entire planet changes. So let's let's get fired up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Let's get fired up. Everyone, get all the light together. Do some fire parties. Do some log. Put out some logs and light a fire. And it can be a candle if you're inside somewhere. But it's more fun maybe if you invite friends, even for one candle, or if you dance around a huge bonfire. It's a start. Each single ignition, or if you ignite your friend or anyone or your own partner, or even your parents who have maybe given up, um, moves us faster and faster and faster forward to the beautiful oneness we're all looking for. So thank you, Dagma, for this beautiful wisdom, the knowledge you're bringing, the work you're doing, the, the podcast, uh, the podcast, yeah, being on my podcast, I think you've done many yourselves, and also for your Athena circle to help women become more of who they are, be comfortable with um, collaboration and being together and opening up. And now your newest thing of creating a summit so that we can come together globally and change the codes of our consciousness a little bit and maybe faster and faster and faster as we all get together. So thank you very much for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And everyone, keep on igniting, especially your own. Reach out to Dagmar, see how many, she has so many outlets to connect with her, the social uh, platforms as well. Connect to me. We have the Moving to Oneness Facebook group. You can collaborate with others. And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Mylene, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.